Welcome back to your haunted holiday. This is Lisa. And I'm Lindsay. And Lindsay, we have another international episode for our listeners today. And this is actually in Victoria, British Columbia, which is on the west coast of Canada. It's really just a ferry ride away from Vancouver, from Seattle. It's right on the ocean. It's beautiful. This is a fancy place, okay? But there are some really interesting ghosts that we are going to talk about. Okay, very good. I'm excited. All right. This is your haunted holiday at the Fairmont Empress in Victoria, British Columbia. The Fairmont Empress Hotel Lindsay was built at the turn of the century in 1908 is when it actually opened its doors. It is right there on the coast in downtown Victoria. You're walking distance, all kinds of cool places. It is beautiful, okay? The architecture of this place is just gorgeous. You could tell that it's old. They've gone through these massive renovations there where they did a really great job of keeping the old charm, but making it super fancy. And Lindsay, let me just tell you, this place is really, really fancy. Okay. This is a five star oh, really? place. Ooh. Okay. So it's kind of like the Hermitage in Nashville. This is going to be something same level. Yes, absolutely. And the architecture, I would say, is definitely next level to the hermitage, right? Okay. Now, for example, like, this place is so fancy that they are most well known for their afternoon tea service. Oh, I mean, hey, that sounds fun. I mean, it looks like a really cool, like, fancy-smancy thing if, you know, if that's your thing to do tea. But one person that has gone there, I'll talk about some of the different celebrities that have been there over the years. It's been a lot. But Winston Churchill was actually there and had afternoon tea. And funny enough, he requested to have gin in his tea, oh. which is well, kind of that's interesting. Probably like the way to do it, I think, right? Yep. Uh, Queen Elizabeth has had tea <laughs> there, um, has stayed at this place. Oh, wow. John Wayne has stayed here. Lassie the dog. I mean, there's several, oh my gosh. several things, but I had to call out Lassie, right? Yeah. And then Shirley Temple is kind of an interesting one because apparently she was having kidnapping threats against her in LA at the time. And they decided, we just need to get away with security, go somewhere else. And they decided to stay at the Fairmont Empress Hotel. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so I mean, some interesting history there. Nothing like super profound. There is kind of an interesting like true crime event that I'm going to talk about here in a little bit. But some of the people that have died there, a lot of this is really just legend and I would almost say like folklore of this hotel that has just been passed on. So I cannot validate this. But one of the things that they say happened when it was first in construction was that a worker actually fell to their death. Mm. I mean, that's something we hear about a lot of haunted places is just the construction back then. Sounds like probably some of the work was dangerous. Yep, exactly. Now, one of the other people that they say died there was an older woman that actually died in her room of just 
natural causes. Mm -hmm. So nothing nefarious or crazy happened, but she passed away in one of the rooms there. We're going to talk, of course, spoiler alert, she's probably hot in the place. It's kind of an interesting, (laughs) interesting ghost. Right. So we'll talk about that here in the next segment. One of the other ones, and this is this is honestly just terrible. So there was a maid that, that worked in the hotel, and she was on the sixth floor. And the hotel was undergoing construction at the time. She decided, I'm going to step out and have a quick break. Went to go out the fire escape, but didn't realize that the construction crews had actually removed the fire escape as mm-hmm. part of their renovation. And so she just like walked out the door and ended up falling six floors all the way to her death. Oh my gosh. That's terrifying. What a terrible way to go. Oh, I know. Awful uh, story. But you'd think they put a sign up or something. Something. Yeah. Make how, sure how the long door. Ago? is marked off there's really no time frame on that again kind of more like folklore I, I don't know if this actually occurred right one thing that did definitely occur is the architect and designer of this hotel he was very well known in Canada designed a ton of different famous buildings there his name is Francis Rattenberry and he designed the hotel he was married with two children at the time not that long after you know apparently he was kind of like a jerk I guess Mm -hmm. you know he's in his 50s whatever him and his wife didn't get along that well he met a woman named Alma who was in her early 20s and of course struck up this just crazy affair with this young woman they didn't hide it which was like very taboo right like the town was just beside themselves like people of society just could not handle the fact that he was out in the open attending events with his mistress he was trying to force his wife into a divorce and he would actually invite her over to the house to stay the night um, and make his wife uncomfortable oh my gosh yeah Sounds terrible. Trying to force her hand, basically. Like, well, if you're not going to give me a divorce, I'm going to make your life miserable, is what it sounds like to me. So anyways, he does this. Eventually, his wife is like, fine, I just can't even take it anymore, right? So she goes ahead, agrees to a divorce. By this time, Francis Rattenbury is like an outcast in society here. So nobody's inviting him to any more events. They're like, we're done with you. You treated your wife like trash. We've had enough, right? Mm -hmm. So he decides he's going to marry Alma, but they are going to flee to England to kind of start fresh. Maybe they can have a better life there with with new friends and that kind of thing. Fresh reputation, right? Exactly. So they go to England. It's a little later in time now. Alma is no longer in her 20s. She's in her 30s. This guy is getting older. Things aren't going very well in their relationship, right? Who could have guessed? (laughs) Right. And Alma decides to strike up a love affair with their 17-year-old chauffeur. Oh, my goodness. Yes. So what ends up happening, and by the way, I'm just going to throw this out there. Alma was in her early 20s when she met him. 
met Frances Rattenbury, and she was already a widow and divorced. So she had had two prior husbands, okay? Mm. So Frances Rattenbury is found bludgeoned to death in his house. Immediately, Alma and the chauffeur are arrested. They think they were in cahoots on this. Like, this was a big deal in London. It was, like, all in their newspapers and and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So he's found bludgeoned to death. She ends up blaming it all on this 17-year-old kid that she's sleeping with, okay? She blames it on him. She gets out of it. But he is actually sentenced to death. He gets convicted and is sentenced. And only a few days after that, we we still don't know, like, did she ask him to do this? Like, right. what happened? This is crazy to me. She ends up stabbing herself in the heart six times. What? And then, yeah. And then I don't even know how this happens. Like, you'd think that'd be it, right? She proceeds after stabbing herself to fall in a river and drown to death. Wait, a, that sounds really suspicious to me. Like, that sounds like murder, not suicide. But, I mean, granted, I only know the facts that our listeners are hearing right now. That's crazy. Come on. It sounds sketchy. Like, I don't think I... Just like... I have know, never in my life heard of any sort of suicide anywhere near this. Sounds right. like somebody stabbed her multiple times and threw her in the river. I mean, it's a possibility. Who knows? I didn't read of any, like, suspicion of that. But that's where my mind goes, too, right? Because, like, if somebody said, hey, give yourself this shot, I'd be like, yeah, I really can't do that. I'm going to need somebody else to do that, let alone stab yourself. That's just the worst thing. I mean, I suppose it's possible, right? You know, of course it is. So, yeah, that was a little weird. So, anyway, that's how Francis Rattenbury died. But we are going to get back to him in the next segment as well. This is Lisa, and are you ready to embark on the adventure of a lifetime? You've heard me delve into the world of haunted travel, exploring eerie locations, and uncovering spine-chilling tales. And now I'm thrilled to announce the launch of something very special to me, which is my own travel agency, brought to you by Your Haunted Holiday. As our listeners know, I'm not just passionate about haunted travel, I live and breathe it. From researching the most haunted destinations to planning unforgettable journeys, I'm here to make your travel dreams a reality. Whether you're seeking the thrill of a haunted location or craving a getaway to somewhere a little less spine-tangling, I've got you covered. And here's the best part, my services are absolutely free. Let me put my travel skills to good use by helping you plan the perfect escape. Simply visit yourhauntedholiday.com and click on the Travel Agency by Lisa link at the top of the page in the menu. So where will your next adventure take you? Let's make it a journey you'll never forget. Contact Your Haunted Holiday Travel Agency today and let's start planning. Your adventure awaits. So what's interesting about this place, Lindsay, when I was doing research on what kind of hauntings are they experiencing and that kind of thing, I didn't get a lot of the the usual stuff like cold spots and this kind of thing or smells of lavender. Like 
that didn't come up at all in my searches. Mm -hmm. Although I wouldn't be surprised if that kind of stuff happens. You know what I mean? It's just not what they are known for. Now, this place is really known for several different specific apparitions that are haunting this location. And a lot of those go back to the stories that I just told you about. Some of the history there with people passing away and that kind of thing. One of the more famous ghosts, and I'm going to go through quite a few of them here, is a little girl that is said to be haunting the hotel. We don't really know who she is. Did she die there? We don't know. But she's, I guess, seen a lot, like, in dark corners watching people. Oh, that's terrifying. I know it is. I knew you were going to react that way. And I, I hear that, and I think, well, maybe she's trying to play, like, hide and go seek or you know or maybe she's like really a demon child and you know (laughs) probably not but you just never know right now another account that I read I really only saw this in one spot it was a video that somebody had posted about an experience that one of their friends had had at this hotel and apparently they were sleeping in the same bed with their best friend like having kind of like a girls night thing I guess And in her sleep, she saw like what looked like a homeless man standing next to the bed, staring at her. And then she said, get out of here. And it apparently got closer and closer. And she started yelling, get out and like screaming. Mm -hmm. And then it disappeared. And she said that she like woke up, I guess. And then she looked at her friend, but she was like screaming as she right, up, right? right? Her friend, she looks over at her friend and is like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I just had this horrible dream. I'm sorry to wake you up. And her friend said, oh my God, I had a bad dream too. And she said, I just had a dream about a homeless man standing next to the bed that wouldn't go away. And her friend said, I just had a dream about a homeless man standing next to the bed that wouldn't go away. Creepy. That is so interesting. I mean, it's a dream... And not necessarily that they actually saw the apparition, but what are the odds? That's so crazy. Totally. I mean, just a really creepy story in general, right? Yeah. Like, I I don't know. But that's the only account that I have heard about what's said to be what looks like maybe a homeless person that's haunting this location. There hasn't been any other accounts of that. So maybe just a dream with a really creepy coincidence. Now, the next ghost that you could potentially see here, I talked about the worker that fell to their death. Now that worker, it's like a construction worker, somebody in those types of clothes, he can be seen kind of working around the hotel and will even like stop and talk to people sometimes. Mm. And that's actually not unusual for this hotel. There are several ghosts that I am going to talk about that will interact with you. That's that's pretty awesome. We don't hear that a lot. I mean, it sounds like a strong, I, I shouldn't say strong. It, sound, it sounds like something that's like fairly powerful, like really present, right? Interesting. Right. And intelligent too, right? Because how is it going to have a conversation with you if it's not, right? you know, there? It's not just on repeat, you know, in the background somewhere. Now, the other thing that happened that was interesting, I guess in the 1960s, there was somebody working on a renovation. It's gone through numerous renovations over the years. And they were in the tall west tower on the upper floor of that building. And this worker apparently would see this shadowy like figure swinging 
above him, like high oh. up. He saw it a couple times and just kind of like didn't say anything. And then apparently, again, this is kind of lore, went to somebody that worked there and said, oh my gosh, I've seen this really creepy shadow thing swinging. Mm-hmm. And up in the West Tower, and it's freaking me out. Probably didn't say it like that. <laughs> and the worker said, well, somebody hung themselves there years ago. And so in that moment, that worker was totally freaked out because it was validating what he had seen because something horrible had happened in that exact same spot. Wow, that's so scary and sad. I mean, I think suicide is, is sad just in general. So very creepy. Yep, agreed. Now, one that I thought was funny, but I did not see a ton of accounts of this was apparently we a lot of these hotels do have bellmen that haunt them right mm-hmm. that approach you that want it hey can i help you with that bag miss kind of thing right mm-hmm. in this case it's a little different because this bellman acts slightly drunk when he comes to assist you oh drinking in the afterlife <laughs> i guess <laughs> that's too funny I mean, I hope we can have cocktails in the afterlife, right? Right. Now, the other thing that is seen is apparently there is a dark figure on the sixth floor. A lot of these hauntings, not all of them, like, you know, the worker, the construction worker that scene isn't necessarily always on the sixth floor. The bellman obviously isn't on the sixth floor. But a lot of the activity seems to be really set here on the sixth floor. There's not a specific room that they say you need to reserve, but I would say the sixth floor is probably a good bet because there is a dark figure up there that will throw stuff and slam doors. So that mm-hmm. one sounds a little bit meaner. I mean, just the word dark makes it a yeah, little Yeah, like a shadow person kind of thing. Yes, exactly. Remember the story about the maid who actually walked out to the fire escape and fell to her death. She is still there and specifically seen on the sixth floor. And you will see her throughout that floor. And she's like seen sweeping quite a bit, cleaning in general, just kind of like going about her daily tasks, which again is a pretty common apparition that you're going to see at these places. Now, another ghost that is really interesting, I think, is I I talked about the older woman in the the first segment that passed away of natural causes in her room. Well, apparently, people will wake up in the middle of the night to a knocking on their door. Mm -hmm. They'll go answer the door, and there is an old woman there in her PJs asking, I need help finding my room. So they'll walk out with her and say, hey, yeah, let's let's help you find your room. And she'll start to lead them towards the elevator specifically mm-hmm. and then suddenly vanish. So if now that I've heard that story, if, if somebody knocked on my door in this hotel in the middle of the night, I'd be totally freaked. Totally. They also say, you know, to that point, Lindsay, that so the elevator specifically, the rumor is so over the course of the renovations of this hotel, 
they did take out chunks of rooms to add additional elevators into the hotel. Mm-hmm. And so the story goes that the room that she passed away in is now where the elevator is. Oh, well, then that makes sense. Interesting. And I've even seen a video online of people that were in the elevator just kind of like doing a random investigation Mm -hmm. and the lights just randomly shut out in the elevator and then there is almost like this weird flame of light that flares up for like a second on the video like as the lights are going out now this could be like an electrical issue or something like that of course but i think it's just made to be extra creepy because you're in a haunted hotel this lady right. died where this elevator is right yeah what floor is that it, it's not really clear oh, okay so it could be any floor potentially you might run across this uh this particular ghost yes absolutely i was looking at TripAdvisor. And one of the people that stayed there had left a review and they actually were not particularly happy with their stay. I would say that was kind of an anomaly. A lot of people like their stay there, but they weren't particularly happy with their stay. But one thing that they complained about was that there was they woke up in the middle of the night to knocking on their door and they did not answer the door. So they don't know what was out there, but they only researched the ghost stuff later And they were like, oh my gosh, that was probably that old lady looking for directions. I wish they would have answered that door. I mean, I would be totally freaked, but I'd go answer the door. (laughs) You've got to. 100%. You know what's crazy? The other day, so I'm sitting at home and all of a sudden I'm hearing this tapping noise. Sounds like it's on my wall. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, what the heck is that? And at first I thought, the dog's doing something I'm looking everywhere I'm like where is this thing and eventually of course my brain comes to the conclusion of it must be a ghost there (laughs) is nothing here right and I'm getting like a little bit freaked out but I'm like okay there's a curtain here let me maybe there's an animal behind this curtain I'm like slowly walking towards where the tapping has come from to remove the curtain to look so I did it. I was freaked. And guess what I found out? It was a woodpecker messing with my siding. Oh, well, there you go. See, a lot of times there's a reasonable explanation. Yes, I do. But it, but it freaked me out for a minute. Right. Now, the last ghost that I'm going to talk about that is haunting the Fairmont Empress Hotel is Francis Rattenbury. So even though he passed away in London because he was bludgeoned to death, he is said to still be walking the halls of this place He's seen a lot just in the hallways in general, in the lobby, on the main staircase. And apparently what you want to look for if you're looking for him is he's a thinner guy in period clothing with a mustache and a cane. And they say that he also will interact with people and he is like looking for a compliment on the hotel. Like, he is looking for somebody to say, oh, my gosh, isn't this place so beautiful? And apparently, like, he just really likes that when people (laughs) do that. That's good to know. So lots of interesting interactive ghosts at this place that, that do some interesting stuff. It sounds like this is a great place if you're looking to find a full figure apparition. It's it's obviously not easy to to come across. That's one of those things that you just 
in all the haunted places you go to it's it's just rare right but it sounds like if you're going to see one this might be a good spot to to try definitely and it's in a beautiful location um the weather there even though it's in canada it's supposed to be pretty nice most of the year because it's getting the warmth from the ocean and and stuff like that so it is right there on the sea it looks like just a beautiful beautiful place and like i said if you are in the seattle area it is a really easy ferry ride i guess from vancouver you can easily get there as well but bring your passport because it's in canada and they are known for their afternoon tea and i'm not really like a hot tea drinker but it looks so cute Lindsay. okay like everybody gets these really cute teapots and these like tall trays of like little sandwiches and finger foods and desserts and it's not just tea if you're not into tea they have plenty of champagne that you can order as well nice that sounds right up our alley Yes, it looks really nice, but they definitely recommend a reservation because it fills up pretty quick. People want to go to this. The other thing they have there, they have a spa. They have what looks like really nice restaurants. I mean, this place is large and extravagant is how I would describe this hotel. For the pricing, it is a little higher end because it is a five-star hotel. It's in Canadian dollars, so basic standard room, the lowest cost you're probably going to see is right around 287 Canadian dollars. I did the currency swap on that converter, and in uh, the United States dollar, that is $220. Okay, I mean, so for a five-star room, a standard room, that's, I mean, it's obviously high, but for being such a nice hotel, I think that sounds pretty reasonable overall. And something you might be able to splurge for one or two nights or, you know, even if you can't do that, there's plenty of things to go do. You could go do the tea. You can even just go look around the place. They have different history tours of it and and, and stuff like that. Now, I didn't see any ghost tours, unfortunately, but I did read that there there is some from some people that have stayed there in the past. So it, it might be something that they're just not advertising on their website that you can maybe ask them about when you get there. It also sounds like the city of Victoria also offers some different ghost tours where they talk about this hotel as well. So another thing to look for while you are visiting this really cool town. And that's the low end. The high end, they have suites and stuff like that. Most of the suites are around 367 Canadian dollars and they go up from there um, to about mm-hmm. 800 Canadian Woo. dollars. So a wide range. Right, right. I won't be staying in the suites anytime soon, unfortunately. No, I'm <laughs> going to have to hit that that lottery, I think, before I do that. Right. Or not Oprah. You know? Not Oprah. All right. Well, that sounds like a really fun hotel, a good place to possibly spot a full figure apparition. Maybe you'll have that older woman knock on your door in the middle of the night. We hope so. If you do, let us know. If you guys have any recommendations for the show as far as locations or even just your own ghost story that you want to share with us, please send us an email. Go to yourhauntedholiday.com and click contact us and it will send us an email and we may read it out on the air. Also, if you are enjoying the show, please make sure to take a few minutes to give us a five-star review. Um, We love that. It helps us also engage 
more listeners. Thank you to all of those folks that did leave us new reviews this last week. It makes a big difference and we we really appreciate it. So yourhauntedholiday.com. Also find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. You can follow us. Sometimes we post updates there and you guys have a great week. Stay safe and healthy, everybody.